But she does do porn also. Oh, you right. <laughs> Perfect time. <laughs> What's up, everybody, and welcome back. Welcome back to episode two. Absolutely uh, not. Absolutely not. Um, my name is CJ, alongside Jonathan and Kyle, and also a special, a special guest today. We got Christian alongside us, uh, ready to talk some uh, some sports with us. How you fellas doing today? Exceptional. Kyle? Actually, I lied. I'm not doing that great. I went to the doctor today. This man was dirty macking. It was a nurse who was flirting with me a little bit. Uh-huh. And this man starts dropping O-bombs with no warning, talking about obesity. Chill, mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not that fat. You fatter than me. Man was dirty oh, back. my God. O-bombs? I was like, what the heck is an O-bomb? Oh, he, he was jealous the nurse was feeling me a little bit. He starts letting the, the O word fly with no. reckless abandon. I was like, bro, you bigger than me. And he was. He admitted to weighing more than me. Uh, but oh. this man said I was obese. I was like, bro, how, I'm obese. I'm four inches taller than you, and you weigh more than me. Not the interest. Yeah, that's uh, he'll, he'll take it. I've been thinking about it all day. Man, <laughs> man called me fat in front of the girls. He like, definitely don't oh. use the O word all willy nilly, especially not in front, of the, in front of the women, man. So that's just that's tough. That's a tough way to to start a day, and I mean that's definitely got to weigh heavy on you. It has been all day. It's been weighing heavy, just like me. <laughs> heavy, hey, heavy, not obese, baby. We got you. Chunky, that's it. Chunky. I like it. But, um, Christian, how are you doing today? It's it's been a minute. Uh, I'm doing great, man. Uh, I'm extremely glad college football is over with. Extremely glad fantasy football is over with. Um, Extremely glad to be back, actually. I think the last time we talked, I was actually in Tennessee. I am back home in Charleston, South Carolina. The Chuck? Back in the Chuck now. Uh, it's been chill, man. It's been really good. That's good. That's what I love to hear. Mm-hmm. Kyle, how are you doing? You know what? I'm doing great. It's it's hiring season for my favorite football team. So, you know, I got a lot of studying about things I don't know, what a GM is. I've been real wish busy, you know? <laughs> I huh? wish, I wish I could relate. Can you relate? It is not hiring season for the Panthers, even though it should be. It is. You got a uh, McAdoo. You got that dude, McAdoo. The McAdoo. <laughs> so today uh, we're going to be talking about the, our first hate to pile on fantasy football season. Some of the highs, some of the lows, some of the funny moments, some of the serious moments. Most of the moments were funny and <laughs> super trolling, but uh, we'll talk more about that. Um, we're also going to be getting into this past weekend's division round. Um, a great action so far in this playoffs. This playoffs has been one to remember for sure. Super exciting. We love to see it. And then we're going to start 
just a little tease into the coaching carousel. Um, we're talking about some hires that have already happened as of today. And who do we, who do we see best fits for um, some of these teams with job openings? And a new job opening that just happened today. We'll get into that um, right after this. So this past season, we started off um, with our first ever fantasy league, and we had, you know, 10 guys. You know, mostly, you know, we've been to high school together, except for the the one. Uh, <laughs> this is the one black sheep of the fantasy uh, league. Um, it was a lot of fun, first of all. I could say at, on my part, I had a lot of fun playing with you guys, you know, um, it felt like, you know, high school again, just kind of talking trash and uh, just, you know, it was just fun. I mean, who loves, who doesn't love talking shit, you know, to your boys and playing fantasy football. Um, but it was, it was some moments. It was some pretty good moments throughout the season, would oh, you for say? for sure. Definitely. For sure. For sure, my man. For sure. Uh, Christian really loved fun. it so much. He's coming back again next year. <laughs> That's true. Uh, for those who are listening, I just want them to know fantasy football is one of the most stressful times of my, uh, out of my 27 years of living. That was definitely one of my most stressful times of my yes, life. So, but I'm proud to say I finished 11 and 3 for my first year ever doing fantasy football. Uh, there's a lot of people in the group who didn't think it was my first year, but I promise you it was. I finished with the best record of the season, did not win at all, which it's cool. We we ain't gonna talk about it. Someone got lucky in this two week thing at the end of the year, but we ain't gonna talk about it. No, but- we talking about it. We gonna talk about it because first and foremost, you know, like <laughs> give you your little, I give you a little fifteen seconds or whatever. You know, stressful yada yada. Let's just stop the bullshit right now. Let's just stop <laughs> because first and foremost, you never played fantasy football before, so let's just set the stage. Christian has never played fantasy football before, and we brought him onto the show, and he was like, yeah, I don't know if I'll be into it, but, like, you know, maybe you guys, like, he was kind of like, maybe we'll, we might see something. So this man was researching. This man was doing, talking to all the people. He's been playing for years because there's no way in hell you come <laughs> out the first season playing fantasy football going 11-3 and three and just running the table. This man was cheating he was making us look dumb as hell, and I'm not, I'm not here for that because it's bullshit. It's straight bullshit. Ah, man, listen, listen. Fancy, I realize fantasy football is just like fantasy basketball. Not the league, not the league that we're in. Not the league, <laughs> not the league that we're in. You're talking it's about just that. like fantasy basketball. It's just like fantasy basketball when. Uh, when you learn what, what how to get points and how points are deducted, then I was like, okay, you know what? Now I know how to play. These guys are about to see the best in Christian because I am about to go out like no punk and be and and and, and be last man in the league or act like I don't know what's going on here. I, I thought, you know, I wasn't gonna be good at it. I thought I wasn't gonna like it, but mm-hmm. it definitely got me more into the game. And I think, like I told y'all before the season started, I just wanna 
get more involved in the NFL game because I don't watch it as much. And you guys said fantasy football would definitely do that. So I accomplished my goal, getting more into into the NFL game. But I'm saying I'm blessed, man. Eleven and three. I mean, best best record in the league. I mean, first two lot first loss came at the first week, and, and then I lost two more times. I mean, yeah, you did. I'm just Aaron. I'm just I'm just Aaron Rodgers, man. I'm just Aaron Rodgers. I I went great this season, and then I lose it when it really counts. I'm Aaron Rodgers. That's that's on the pool. Dang, that's tough. <laughs> um, you did lose at the right time. Week one, uh, you only put up like 60 points or something. So you had first wave of priority also. And you made uh, – actually, two of you here made uh, the waiver wire pickups of the year. Uh, you got oh, Elijah yes. Mitchell. Yes. I C- bought his jersey the other day. You got Cordero Patterson. Yes. Uh, two RB1s. One healthy. And you can't forget my boy. You can't forget my boy, Dalton Schultz. When Gronk went down, Dalton Schultz mm-hmm. definitely came through. Well, definitely came through for me. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. Elijah Mitchell is MVP. My biggest thing is, um, it, it was fun. I think one person, I, okay, so I'm done with Christian, right? Forget this man. You all know. You know, he played us. He was he bamboozled us. He hustled us. We get that. But let's talk I'm about the Jordan Boardwalk King, baby. I'm the Boardwalk King. I'm going down everybody in this list. We, <laughs> I got a, I got a list, and I'm going down this motherfucker. So let's just talk about the ultimate troll of Jawan. <laughs> <laughs> because listen, I love the troll as much as oh. the. But this oh. man, Jawan, has the rest. He knows exactly what to say to really get under the skin of you, especially if your name is it's Tucker. Tucker. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we can man, easily that... say that has been the greatest rivalry in the fantasy league season. Yes. It's yeah. Tucker versus Juwan in the group chat. Like, yes, yes. I wish we could show the people our messages. I wish we could show the people our messages. Yeah. I oh my god. But Juwan's logic is, is what made me laugh this whole like so hard. Mm. Like when I would, I'd want CD Lamb or no, I would want Jalen Waddle, and he'd be like. Give me Devontae Adams and Tyree Kill because they're old and they're not going to produce for you. And I'm like, what? What sense does that even make? Like, and he, Ooh, and he was like, trying to bring you fantasy football. He did, and I mean that really would rage Tucker when he had that like, you know, when you put that fake laugh and then your text message when you know you're not really laughing, but you got to put that laugh so you can <laughs> level the tensions just a little bit. That's exactly what it was. We like, like what is this man saying? And it's, I don't understand how he sends like paragraphs in like five seconds, like multiple paragraphs. That talk to text. I think he'd be texting <laughs> on his laptop. That's what he'd be doing. But oh, man, because then what really man. set off Tucker was when, um, because who who has Derrick Henry? Tucker had Derrick Henry. Tucker had Derrick Henry. Yes. When I guess Jawan was trying to make a trade for Derrick Henry, 
because he was saying, oh, Derrick Henry's uh, old. Yes, and, like, and washed. And it was, he was asking for maybe something, like, I forgot who he was asking for. He said, Ma, these, these values don't add up because of, you know, Derrick Henry's old, he's worn down bodies towards the end of his career. I don't want that. I'm like, dude, well, in hindsight, he was right. He was right. You know what? Maybe Jawan was on the side. <laughs> no, man. Don't give that man the satisfaction. No, man. Don't give that. You man know what? I was ready to. Like I was ready to go down. No oh, pause. Um, I was. Give him an inch, he'll take it. I had facts. I was ready to pull up on this man's like Jawan. You walling. You bugging right now. But no, I mean the Derrick Henry take. It doesn't. I mean, even though he still was what finished what. Maybe like top ten, top fifteen in rushing yards, and only oh. played like eight games this year, eight nine games. Insane. Uh, um, uh, I don't know. No, Juwan was crazy, man. Juwan was crazy, man. I I've never. I've been playing fantasy baseball and basketball, and trades have gotten crazy. But this man would want your whole farm, and then try to convince you you don't need a farm. All you need <laughs> is a tent. <laughs> for your family. All you need you is a for him. you. <laughs> he, but he don't want to give up his but he don't want to give up his farm. Nope. Any of his farm. Nothing. Oh. I knew he was crazy when he drafted Lamar Jackson and Patrick Mahomes. And then towards the I never told you all this. But towards the middle of the season when Kyler Murray was going off, he said, Hey yo man, who do you want for Kyler Murray? And I was like, Well, you're gonna have to give up a quarterback and he's like Nah, I, I want to keep Lamar Jackson and Patrick Mahomes. I was like, so you want you want Lamar, Patrick, and Kyler? Bro. This man haven't learned his lesson yet. And it's not even like we had a super flex in this league. If we had a super flex in this league, okay, he could have been cooking on us. You know what I'm saying? What's super flex? So no, super- no, no, no. Lamar, Lamar was bad this year, and he still didn't <laughs> trade him. Also, I traded him what Najee Harris, and he wouldn't give me one of the quarterbacks. He just wouldn't give me the. I had, I gave him Najee Harris, and he would not give me any of the quarter. I said you have to give me one of them, dude. Like, what are you talking about? So, which actually brings up one of the stories and fights that we had in our group chats is the fact that Kyle was selling players after he just no, gave no, up on no. his Kyle was selling players. No, he wasn't. And Tucker was not here for it. Selling players. <laughs> I wasn't here for it either. I was so pissed. I was so pissed. <laughs> it didn't happen. I don't know. I saw the back I saw the backroom deals. It was both someone on the back room now. Someone go to Venmo and just go down their timeline and see if uh if Juwan Someone do it. Pull up the Venmo receipts. I need to see it. As Kyle puts his thing on private mode right now. (laughs) (laughs) Venmo or Cash App? Was that question towards me? Yeah. Yeah. Which one do you use more, Venmo or Cash App? Well, honestly, I use Venmo more because you can put your Cash App card on Venmo and you can, like, distribute like distribute the money between the two. Cash App won't let you put another 
another payment plan thing or payment app like that into their thing. So I fuck with Cash App. Yeah, I fuck with Venmo, but I fuck with Cash App because they have the stock conversion. Oh yeah, Cash App stocks. Yeah. Get that money. CJ, which one do you use more? Um, I feel like I have an idea where this is going. Um, if it's those are my only two options. Ooh, actually, I don't know. I haven't thought about this uh, deeply enough. I do have a Venmo card, um, so I can just use my available balance just to swipe. I never did buy the Cash App card, but I do like Cash App because of the stocks. I've been using Cash App more lately than Venmo, so I'm going to say Cash App. Okay. Okay. What about you, Jonathan? I don't really use either that much. I use Zelle. Um, Yo. <laughs> Yo. Yo, you. <laughs> Zelle, my boy. Yo, you wildin'. But, uh, <laughs> I, saw, I saw a tweet, like, last week that said, uh, nothing shows, like, the the racial divide in America quite like uh, Venmo and Cash App. Since uh, Ubu and Skype, yo. <laughs> and was, oh yeah, <laughs> Ubu all day, baby. Ubu all day, baby. Yeah. I didn't use any of those because my parents didn't allow me. I was like, what a, what a what a what a what a great guy, man. Kyle's a great guy. He does what he's supposed to. I love it. I, I started thinking about him. I was like, I definitely agree with the the Ubu and Skype. There was definitely some racial divide there, but I I hadn't done a poll on a <coughs> the Venmo and Cash App, although it does kind of seem to, to check out. Do y'all and, remember Boxer? Do y'all remember Boxer? Hell no. Bo- with a V or a B? Boxer B. As in boy. B as in Victor. Oh. No, I never it literally that. just sounded like you said B as in Victor. <laughs> I'm so confused. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was I was I was hesitant to articulate what I was saying. I apologize, Kyle. But boxer. Did that sound better? <sighs> yeah. No. I, so I basically, don't... it's like a walkie-talkie app. Mm-hmm. Uh, like. Uh, I don't know. Like when we would go to the skating ring, like in middle schools, and we had like I had boxer. Yeah, like we talk to different people like walkie-talkie, then like uh, the all-night skate type of thing because you couldn't really be on your phone. But Voxer, like they would say, like you couldn't do. It. You know what I'm saying? All-night skate at the roller skating rink. Uh, music emotion, baby. Music emotion, baby. I remember those uh those uh mocktails. I guess they were called mocktails because I mean they were like you get like the strawberry margaritas, but just like no alcohol in it. So that was used to be like the coolest thing. At least for me, that was the coolest thing. Like, yo, I'm gonna get this fake ass alcohol drink. No, it's not alcohol, but I'm pretending like this shit is alcohol for real. You sad drunk after you drank it? No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 He, was, he was rumbling, bumbling, stumbling all over the place. Yes, sir. <laughs> He's some boy you get the fake cigarettes that you blow the smoke with out there. He's like, yeah. smoking smarties. Yeah. Oh, I, <laughs> I did smoke smarties. Oh, no. I gotta go take a hit. I'll be back. This is too much for me. Yeah, I'm stressing, bro. You got Smarties, bro? Let me get some Smarties, bro. Bro, I was definitely smoking a whole pack of Smarties after this uh, divisional uh, playoff weekend. 
because we had two really good days of football, but Sunday was very legendary. There was two packs that went up, one on Saturday and one on Sunday. <laughs> legendary packs. That is true. You got I won $250 in that Brady pack. Mm. And I know a lot of people been waiting to smoke that Brady pack for a minute. Facts. I'm one of them. <laughs> this man's number one. Creator. Yep. I'll claim it. I do not care. I do not like Tom Brady. Never have, and I never will. Let's go. What if uh what if Tom Brady hears this and flies you out and tries to like make you his friend? I double dog dare him. Yeah. Hey, hey, you, you're not listen, you're not skilled enough to make me a fan and don't not even two hundred and fifty thousand dollars would change my mind. Listen, you really want to <laughs> come play for the Carolina Panthers. He's a friend on that trash offensive line. And let's see what let's see how much of a goat you really are. Bring Antonio Brown with you. Let's nah, go, I baby. Antonio Brown wants to go to the Ravens. Not with Tom Brady and Panthers. Do you think the Panthers will go after Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams? No. They're going to go after Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins. They're going to do it. We're going to take Sammy from him, and they're going to give us. Dude, how much are you eating of that contract? That's the real Hey, 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 I don't give a fuck. Hey. in the front office. They ain't a problem to worry about. Bro, it's one year, bro. I don't care. All, hey, we're going to extend Daniil Hunter, and we're already under the cap. So we can take 25 mil of that Kirk contracts and get a first-round pick. Move you on. Cut, uh, you cut your boy, Thielen. Save you about, uh, I think it's mil. 11 million. It's I like think. six. It's like six. Yeah, we was looking at that the other day. Post- no. Post June first, yeah. Post June first. No, all we have to do is extend. All we have to do is extend Hunter, and we're under the cap, and we have enough room to sign our draft uh, class. So it doesn't. This is fake. Like we, our contracts right now are set up. The only bad contract on our roster, well, there's two, is Kirk, Kirk, and um, Harrison. But yeah, yeah Harrison gone for sure. It's, no, he's not gone. He, he's probably he's probably a Ring of Honor Viking. He'll play Viking of Life, or we'll facilitate him to a Super Bowl contender this year. So he gone. So um, let's talk about these games. So the first game we had was the Bengals versus Titans, um, which ended up Bengals winning nineteen sixteen. Weird game because of the fact that Joe Burrow got sacked uh, eight. Times nine, nine times nine, nine, and they still was able to pull off the victory. Tannehill throwing three interceptions. His first pass of the game. His last pass of the game. And the, the first pass. Was it last pass of the first half? Or first the, half of the first, first pass for, of the second half? Yeah, first pass of the second half, and his last pass attempt. He threw the three interceptions. Yeah. Uh, long story short, Tannehill stinks. Yep. This guy stinks. <laughs> that was my job. All right, all right. Time out. Would you rather have him or Kirk Cousins? <laughs> good. Kirk, Kirk. Give me Kirk all day. I'm not. All right. Mm. Here's one that's. This is our. This is our early season take about. Like, because I mean, we considered the Titans, Tannehill, and the Kirk Cousins the same 
quarterback. Right? I don't. I, I don't. I think it's safe to say Kirk is better. I don't think so. But like, what do you All mean right. by better? Because that's the thing. Because like, you got your statistical better, and then you got your winning better. Yeah, exactly. And uh, Ryan Tannehill is definitely winner better. Yeah, Kirk puts up better stats for sure. For sure, he gets his, and which makes him get his money. And it's smart. Like he he can literally probably play for another six years and probably make another like two hundred mil and not win shit. But he does. He he has like a great business plan. He uh, he makes the Niners. He makes the night. He makes the Niners better right now. So he's a James Harden of the league. He's James Harden. Better player. Wait, hold on, hold pause. What was that, Christian? So he's like a James Harden. He'll fill your stat sheet, or Russell Westbrook. He'll fill your stat sheet, but he won't win shit. Russell Westbrook. Russ don't even fill the stat sheet. Yeah, Russ takes risk. Kirk does not. Mm, it's facts. Uh, yeah, the Harden one actually is interesting. Uh, I would say that was pretty. Maybe not the popularity of it. Did you see that Harden? His play style. Harden wants out. Did you see that? Yeah, he wants yeah, to go to Philly. Knows what it means. He wants out of Brooklyn. Yeah, I saw the memes. Because KD's hurt. Kyrie don't want to play. Kyrie don't want to get the shot, so he won't play half the games. And uh, Steve Nash stinks. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. As a coach, what what's the most surprising point of that Bengals Titans game? Surprising, like what shocks you the most? And I, like you're watching that game, and what shocks you the most? That they didn't feed Derrick Henry. That's not because surprising. he's that because he stunk. He wasn't they even the best running back. He had 20 carries for 62 yards and a touchdown. Yeah, the other running back was better than him. Deontay Foreman, four carries, sixty-six yards. Uh, I think what's more surprising is that he didn't play better. Which I mean, it's like there was two sides you could have come at for Derrick Henry uh, playing. As one, he had a month and a half off, so he should be well rested, like fresh legs for the playoffs. Um, and that's kind of the the viewpoint I took. I expect him to be more uh, efficient than he was. But also, we need. I should have factored in the fact that this man had a metal screw in his foot. Yeah, uh, like a metal true. plate in his foot. So this man's running around with a uh, iron foot. I think he also had one in his shoe too. So he put one in his shoe. Yeah, and shoe and yeah. So he couldn't like cut or plant off that foot at all, probably. Um, so, not that surprising from that standpoint. It's just not a standpoint I had cons- considered as much as I should have gone into the game. So, I'm surprised he was not very efficient, only running for three yards per carry. I think something I was kind of surprised about, but I don't watch. I can say, I can honestly, I, I can admit that I don't watch a lot of Tennessee Titans games. But I didn't realize how either – I don't know which one it is more of how – is a, um, indicative of how bad the Bengals' offensive line is or how good the Titans' pass rush is. No, the Bengals' offensive line is probably the worst offensive line in the league. That, bottom three for sure. And they are the worst of the good teams. Yeah. Uh, but also the Titans front seven is filthy. 
uh, Harold Landry and Jeffrey Simmons are studs. And then... I have three big, not question marks, big takeaways from that game. Okay. Three. And it really changed my mind. Um, The Bengals DBs, and I've paid attention to the Bengals this year, keep showing up over and over and over again in the weirdest times. Um, Joe Burrow is kind of the dude. Yeah. For no reason. For no reason. And they picked on Christian Fulton so hard in that game. Christian Fulton had people beat him by five yards all over the field. Everywhere. T. Higgins was doing it. Jamar Chase took a one-yard catch for 60. Yeah, like, um, bro, they were picking on him. Those are my three big things about that game. Christian Fulton got embarrassed. Embarrassed. Joe Burrow was good. And... (laughs) The Bengals DBs were better than I ever expected them to be. Awuzie. Chidobi. Which is definitely saying something, especially they let, you know, William Jackson the third go too. So he's old now. He's not good. He's like twenty seven. Oh, I mixed up the Fitzpatrick, the one from Bama. Mm. Yeah, I think I mean I'm definitely became a big I, I like Joe Burrow. I mean, I didn't like him the most out of college, give you not lie. But he has the swagger, he's kept that swagger, he's performing, he's winning games, he's cool under pressure. Like he has a vibe to him that you just attract can naturally attract to. And he he is Joey franchise. He's Joey Shiesty. Like, that's my guy. Is is he good? Or has he just had uh, stud surrounding stud surrounding him everywhere he's gone? Like you look at LSU in 2019, he had Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson, Terrace Marshall Jr., Clyde Edwards-Alaire. That's four early first round picks and a second round pick. <laughs> now you look at him. In Cincinnati, he's got Joe Mixon, who would have been a first-round pick if he didn't have the whole uh, punching the girl in the face on camera uh, incident happen. Talent running back, uh, first-round receiver in Jamar Chase, should have been a first-round receiver in T. Higgins, uh, but the NFL's dumb. He ran a four-five. Yes, but he can out-jump literally anyone. So it doesn't matter. Uh, Facts. And Tyler Boyd, who's also very solid. I think he was a second or third round pick. But he's got very good talent around him once again. So how good is he? You know, I mean, that's a good point. But at the same time, it's like you can have a lot of talent around you and still not – Perform well, and... well. Let's find out how good he is. So, yes, Matt Ryan. After they lose to the Chiefs, trade him to the Panthers <laughs> and put him on a team with less talent, and we'll find out how good he actually is. 
All right, let's live out of let's get out of La La Land for a second. Um, let's move on to the 49ers and uh Packers game. Yes, yes. Honestly, I'm low key a like a closet 49ers fan. Um, me too, me too, me too. You know, they got my guy Trent, I like George Kittle. Um, so I like everyone but their quarterback. You don't like Trey Lance. Wow, that's crazy. I do like Trey Lance, but he's not their quarterback, unfortunately. They got uh he's not their starting quarterback. Unless they win a Super Bowl, then what do you do? You gotta trade Trey Lance to Minnesota. It's crazy. Send him home. <laughs> um Okay, so what was okay, what was you guys' biggest takeaway from this game? Because I mean, the 49ers are four 0 against the Packers or against Aaron Rodgers. In the playoffs. In the playoffs. Two Jim, of those losses are to Jimmy G, too. That's tough. It is tough indeed. Um, I mean, they didn't run. They, they did get over 100 yards rushing. Elijah Mitchell, 53 of them. Debo Sample. And that's the thing. Like, Jimmy Garoppolo just wins. And it's like, it's kind of sickening. <laughs> it's kind of sickening, but I like that team. I like what Ken Cotherhand does, Mike McDaniels, what they do um, in terms of running the ball, you know, getting Debo the ball. Like, that was the biggest thing. Like, you know you got a guy who's a stud, and, you know, you can't really trust Jimmy Garoppolo of passing him the ball, getting the ball in, in space. Hand him the ball. Get him the, like, find ways to get Debo the ball in open space. Get him on, you know, kick returns, punt returns, like, Get him the ball to make to change the momentum of the game, and that's what they did um, for this game. Especially open up in the second half with that big kickoff return to get some momentum going back on their side. Especially how the second half ended. Um, it's just it's a lot of it's smart. It's what more coaches should do. Like yeah, if you want to get him the ball, but like you want to get him the ball traditionally. No, like force feed him. Like, when I say force feed him the ball, line him up, give him the ball. Pitch it to him. Like, do whatever you can do to give him the opportunity to get in space and make a play. And uh, that's what they do with Debo Samuel, and I and I like them. He's had a great season this year. He's um, tearing it up in the playoffs right now. Um, so, I mean, that's what you're supposed to do when you're stud players for me. Big facts. Um I don't know where I went in and out at, but I'm only a 49ers fan because of my man, Elijah Mitchell, because he carried my team. Love Elijah Mitchell as a rookie to be doing what he was doing, come in and fill these big shoes. I think it was Mostert. Raheem Mostert. First game. To fill, fill yeah, first game. Crazy. Um, For him to come in there as a rookie, and just fill those shoes. Love the guy. Um, I think what happened in the game was, so I made a bet on this game to uh, some somewhere. Talk about bets uh, after you finish this, because you can talk about our bet that we had that I didn't lose. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Man, I, I, I want you to forget. I just I, didn't want you to forget. I won two hundred and fifty dollars. I won two hundred and fifty. So bets. So go ahead and slide fifty of those. Things. My cash app, which we established. 
I got you, my friend. I got you. Uh, but I think if you add up all the yards from both games, I'm pretty sure that elaborates to at least 100 yards, hopefully. Uh, but we're going to talk about that after this. <laughs> uh, that uh, Jimmy G would go in to Lambeau Field on a snowy, cold night and just win there at Lambeau Field. And Jesus, and I feel like what happened in the game, people forgot about George Kittle. Because George had two big first down catches yeah. that they needed. And I feel like they just forgot all about him. I think they ran Debo so much that they were like, they don't have anyone up to get the ball to. And George was like, hello, right here. Like, just, I don't know, man. I am a firm believer in the 49ers and Elijah Mitchell. And I just ordered my Elijah Mitchell jersey the other day. Okay. And I'm waiting for it to be here. I am down. I didn't buy it from the website. You bought it. Oof. While you're buying jerseys, go ahead and buy you a Cade Cunningham jersey. Uh, get you a Rookie of the Year jersey. This man's having the game of his life right now. What's he throwing? You say 32 points, six rebounds, eight assists, and four blocks, and a steal. The Lakers and the Nets are playing right now. The Pistons and the Nuggets are also playing. On TV? I don't, I don't know. I, oh, I, thought you were wa- I thought you were watching the game. Oh, right I got now. the Yahoo alerts from the Roto League. This man is balling out. I hate that league so much. We'll talk about that later. Go ahead. Go ahead and slap me KD then. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. It's not, I, don't, I don't hate it that much. <laughs> Um, yeah, I think I want to see George Kittle do more, um, but he, he's clutch when he needed it. I thought, you know, honestly, a, a lot of the times with the, the momentum swings of this game, you just saw Aaron Rodgers connecting with Devontae and just at the times was like, man, this game is you know, this barbecue chicken. I mean, Jonathan, you know, definitely – I don't want to say he, yeah, he jinxed. He jinxed the Packers early in the game. Early. <laughs> it was 7 0. It's like, yep, this game over. And I'm like, all right. all right. We were all thinking after that first drive. Them boys drove down the field. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Devontae Adams TD. Aaron Jones wide open on uh, wheel routes down the sideline. Butt naked. And I was like, yeah, they're going to be doing that all game. Yeah. And then the 49ers said, not today. Not today. They got a clutch. Uh-uh, Mr. Jackson. Robbie Gold. Who I love the videos that have been surfacing all week about he was just, like, kicking field goals while, like, the Cowboys cheerleaders were around yeah. him or when they was coming out. Like, he was getting his reps in. Like, he did it while they were announcing the Packers starting lineup, too. Like, they were coming out. Can I say Cowboys? Oh, he did with the Cowboys. He did do with the Cowboys. Yeah. He like kicked over the Cowboys cheerleaders. I think. Yeah, yeah. Well, they were like they were like this, like tunneling, and then he was just in the middle kicking. Yeah, he's he's a goat for that. Yeah, and the Chicago Bears let him go. I mean, he was a Chicago Bear like I mean, he was there for a while, and then he just let him go. He's been with the uh, 49ers since like 2017. 
But another tough loss for the Packers. Listen. For, uh, well, I know Kyle loves it. Listen, it. guys. There's a couple things you are forgetting about this game. One, y'all are low on my man Ryan's. He out there, he only has like some good players, no good <laughs> DBs. And he come out here and he stopped Aaron Rodgers. He stopped him dead in his tracks. Y'all need to give this man some credit, please. Two, two, um, y'all are Mike McDaniel, Mike Jones, number one fan. He, he, he got he, he got he has a plan, and that man stuck to the plan. That man's that man's crazy. Three. Jimmy G is like now. Jimmy G is smart, so this is what I'm saying not about him. Jimmy G is like a dumb person that's so dumb he doesn't know you're insulting him, so it doesn't really hurt his feelings. Correct. This man, this man threw a pick, and he said, "By I'm going to say the f word right here. Sorry, sorry, guys." He said, fuck, fuck. And he looked over at his, uh, he looked at the ref and he's like, there's a flag on the field. He said, was that on me? And he's like, yeah. He goes, fuck. Because he, he was hoping that the flag was on the other team because he knew he fucked up. Hmm. Then I, I, he's so, he, he doesn't care. Like he knows who he is in this offense. He doesn't care. Right. So if he does something bad, he's like, well, I don't care. Like whatever. Like I, our offense works. So he just doesn't. Think about any of the things he does. And then finally. Just genius. I you love it. Have, he, he have he have memory. He's like a he's like he's like a cornerback who doesn't care that Randy Moss just burned him. He he goes out there and he uh uh Cunningham overthrows him and he's like, Yeah, look at me, I'm the best corner in the league, baby. Cause he right. got burnt. I just figured out who Jimmy G is. Huh? I just figured out who Jimmy G is. Who, who is Porn star, porn star. <laughs> He's Jay Cutler with less arm talent. Jay Cutler. Jay Cutler also did not care. This man. No, he but he's get... passionate. Time out, time out. Jay Cutler didn't care if he was playing football. Jimmy G doesn't care if he does something bad. That's completely different. Jay Cutler didn't care if he did something bad either. He was basically. The no, he didn't care that he was on the field. He didn't care. He was Correct. upset. He was upset that he was on the field. He was like, God damn it. I have to play football. Jimmy G cares about football. He wants to win. He just doesn't care if he fucks up because he knows that, hey, we can do this shit. He- no. Jimmy G's the, the kid in the group chat who doesn't do anything um, but gets mad if you don't get an A. Yeah, he's like, God damn it, guys. What are we doing? <laughs> but but, but at the end of the like not really doing it. He'll put his name on the report. Like, uh, yeah, <laughs> that's about it. He'll he'll present to the class. Like he'll be and then the they ask, then they ask him, "Hey, did you bring the index card?" He's like, "Fuck, I forgot him at home." Damn it. <laughs> he's like, uh, "You want to write it up real quick for me?" <laughs> but he's gonna get up. He's gonna get up though. Like you, you, Jonathan's gonna rewrite. Uh, well, Kyle Shanahan is gonna rewrite the note card really fast. And he's gonna get up there. He's gonna fucking kill it. You know what I mean? He's a, he, Shanahan wrote all the notes for him. All he has to do is copy the notes, and sometimes he forgets the note cards, and he fucking throws a pick right to the other team directly at them, puts it right in the hand. But yeah, guess so- what? He knows if he keeps reading the cards, the, the stuff's there. So he's just gonna finish it. Yeah. Sometimes he'll just look at a blank one and uh, <laughs> keep look looking. Up, 
look up with like a blank stare at the class. Uh, and then uh, Kyle Shannon will be like, flip it over. Yeah, yeah. Flip it over. There's the words. Yeah. But then, but hey, then, and then to seal the deal about Jimmy G, they, Robbie Gold kicked the fucking field goal. He walked over there and said, fuck the Packers. That is the fucking, bro, how do you do that? We're fucking, you're a fucking legend. Fuck the Packers. That's what he said. Direct on the Packers field in the way. Robbie Gold was the one that said that. No, Jimmy G said, fuck the Packers. No. He said, then, fuck uh, the Packers. He did say that because ESPN, he, he did say that. I remember that. No, no, it definitely got said. I just wasn't sure which one of them said it. I thought, I, I watched his lips and he definitely said, fuck the Packers because, yeah. I might be wrong. Correct me if y'all see it. But I watched his lips. No, I think you're right because I think ESPN had the cameras on him and you could hear them say, fuck the pack. You heard him say, fuck yeah, the Packers. No, I definitely or, heard it. I just and they were leaving. Yeah. I hey, hey, when is a hey, when is a uh, part of my take? Not part of my take. Fuck. Um. When is a uh, uh the the kicker who brings him on all the time gonna bring up that when that motherfucker said it, Jimmy G? I need to hear Pat oh, talk oh, about yeah, that. I, Pat, I yeah. need Pat Mogney. Fuck the Pat. And I asked and I asked Aaron Rodgers what he thinks. Mister, I'm not gonna be a part of a rebuild, Aaron Rodgers. Oh, he's definitely gonna have Aaron Rodgers on first. Yeah, he had him on today. Yeah, did they even talk about it? Did they? Uh, I don't think so. I, I didn't really watch it, but I know it was a highlight about him talking about. Yeah, he didn't want to be a part of a rebuild. He, um, if he's going to retire, he's going to retire permanently. Um, he's got to figure out whether he wants to play next year. If he wants to continue playing first, I have a. I was, I was listening to a podcast today, and um. Uh, and a former Vic, uh, former Viking slash former uh, uh, 49er who was on the Super Bowl team. He's an office lineman. I can't think of his name right now. Um, uh, he was like, listen, when I heard him going on there and talking about politics, who gives a fuck? I hate he, – he's the guy said, I don't give a fuck what that president's doing. I don't give a fuck what if he was giving a million dollars to people or stealing kids. I don't give a fuck. I care about the Niners who I'm playing that week. And when he went on there and he was talking about politics instead of game planning about the fucking game, I knew it was over. I knew we lost. I was like, holy shit. Distractions. Distractions, baby. Let's let's, uh, distract ourselves with the next game on Sunday. Uh, Let's talk about the Rams and the Buccaneers. This game was insane. Like, Sunday was just an insane day. I mean, Saturday was a great weekend. The whole weekend was great. But the Rams literally tried everything in their power to give up this game. Correct. Everything in their power to give up this game. Because they were up what? It was like 27 to 3. 27 to 3. And then Tom Brady uh, had – he called Giselle from the sidelines. He was like, hey, Giselle, go retweet uh, those tweets that I'm considering retiring. Um, and she did. People were like, oh, Tom Brady might retire? Got to get him that ring then. Uh, which is basically what Peyton Manning did and how they beat the Panthers. Uh, they got that legacy game. I mean, usually it's a tried and true method. You got Ray Lewis who did it. Yeah. You got Peyton Manning who did it. Tom Brady tried to do it. 
But, what? Uh, say they're retiring right before the playoffs, so they're guaranteed a Super Bowl. Oh. They can go out on top. Well, he will have to talk to Dizel if he want to finally go out on top at one time in his life. But he should have just retired last year. He should have. But he didn't. He got greedy. He did get greedy. Um. Yeah. I mean, I like the Rams team. I'm. 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 I'm a, I'm a McVay fan. Um. I'm a Kevin O'Don Kevin O'Connell fan. Um, You're a Cooper Cup fan. I'm a fan. Number one Cooper Cup fan. I don't say all that, but he's he's pretty solid. Uh, he was best. You know, uh, Juwan got lucky on that. It's. Too. I mean, like this game wouldn't if you know if Matt Gay would have just made that 47 yard field goal, but sh- kicked it short. This would even been like we would have had the 30 in it. You know, it would have been a different ball game. Yeah, that, that's what I knew. Brady was. Uh, Pulling some stuff out is behind. Uh, I've never seen a forty-seven yard field goal come up short ever. Yep. Not. I don't even think in college I've seen that. Uh, mm, yeah, college kickers yeah. are uh, lemon booty, to quote uh, Mommy Jones. Um, yeah, not in the NFL though. I've never seen that. Yeah, absolutely ridiculous. And it would have been short from like forty-two. Yeah, it, was, like it wasn't like he just missed it. He missed it by at least four yards. Like it even clipped the 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 crossbar, which no. is sad. And it's long of the season's fifty five, so it's not like he doesn't have the leg to kick it. He had he was kicking the ball a little weird, like this game and last game. I, I've been peeping that a little bit. It, the way it's been cut off his foot, but I, I just thought he was like an older kicker. But I didn't realize he was young. He's twenty seven. Yeah, like I didn't. Like, you know, I thought he was like. I thought he was Matt Frady. Yeah. Oh my fucking god. But I mean, I'm happy for Matt Stafford. Um, get an opportunity to play in the NFC Championship game, which I believe this. Boo. Uh, <laughs> boo. We got all. We got a nice Cali NFC Championship game. Boo. No, we don't. We have. They're they're banning the Niners. So they're going to be in SoFi, and the Super Bowl is going to be in SoFi. They're banning the 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 Niners fans. Boo! Everywhere else, everyone. They restricted uh, ticket sales to only LA residents. Yeah, which is crazy because they're all Niner fans. What I don't understand yeah. what they think they're doing. By the way, also everywhere Matt Stafford goes stinks. Look at them banning the fans. They're banning Every, fans. You said everywhere he goes. Yeah, I said that. Like everywhere he. Like like everywhere he plays, what? Like stadium he goes to? I, I was trying to figure out like what, what do you mean? What did you? No, mean? Every every team he plays for. Let's move on here, guys. <laughs> I just didn't know if he. I was trying. Oh, to right, 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 like let's, let's go, Christian versus Kyle. We yes, want it. Jesus, our veins. Let's talk about the city game, which is probably going to be one of the robberies. For this next century, they're going to try to bill it for media. Josh Allen versus Patrick Mahomes. This game was absolutely silly. Um, speaking of silly, um, shout out to Buffalo Wild Wings for re, uh, liking our tweet of uh, calling overtime for this game. Um, that was a cool thing. Um, but, I mean, this is heartbreaking. 
this is a heartbreaking loss for the Buffalo Bills, especially with the kind of game that Gabriel Davis had. Um, the best playoff receiving game ever. Ever. And no one had a better game than him. He just stayed open. What are you talking about, man? Stephon Diggs, seven yards, a tackle. The guy was going bananas out there. Diggs – Six had seven yards on three catches. That's horrible. And he had a tackle, a serious tackle. And how many times did you see that dig post on Instagram? I the tackle was nice. I gotta give him that. Oh, uh, with the fan running onto the field, <laughs> bro. He yeah. was locked in. He was and locked in on the four. One thousand dollars on the bet that he wouldn't. Uh, yeah, I saw that TikTok. Yeah, but um. Yeah, it is heartbreaking. I mean, you would think 13 seconds would be, you know, enough time to not win the game. But... I mean, you can't you can't clock it at that time. We found that out. Yeah. Well, see, yeah. this is the thing. This is my biggest gripe with Leslie Frazier is they had three timeouts still. They were or playing, two timeouts. They had three. They were playing like they didn't have any, though. They were protecting the sidelines. Right. Which was absolutely dumb. Correct. And they gave literally just let Travis Kelsey have a hero. Have all these yards. But you're kicking with a ginormous leg. Like that was the best, yeah. the best kicker in the league, you know. He didn't miss mm. a field goal earlier in the game. Let's not forget. He might that. be your favorite kicker, not mine. Carolina Panthers legend Harrison Butcher, ladies and gentlemen. He might be your this favorite. Guy, this guy needs to stop. Well, I forget he was drafted by the Carolina Panthers. I know he I, lost I, a he lost a battle. Just like all the good kickers, he actually won it. But I digress. Uh, Whatever happened to Aguayo, the guy from Florida State? He's still, he's, he's still absolutely garbage. He got drafted. Hey, hey, um, he was. I don't think he his then his brother came into the league. And also, yeah. yeah, bro. You know what's crazy though is. Is how come they didn't throw a flag for taunting on Tyreek Hill? They definitely should have. This man was throwing up the peace line at the 25. I'm glad they didn't because that would have ruined the game. While there was a defender at the 22, like three yeah. yards ahead of he him. Said, oh, he said, oh, you can't catch me. Bye. He, he was right. Yeah. Hey, you can't catch me. Bye. But, that's, but how are we going to get like all these stupid taunting coatings all year? And right. then – where it matters, they're like, mm, not today. It's the playoffs. It's the same reason there hasn't been any COVID positives. Yeah, because no, if you don't test, you don't get positive. Exactly. It's the playoffs. They don't care anymore. Um, but shout out Gabriel Davis. We said he had the best playoffs uh, receiving game ever. Eight catches, 201 yards, and four, count them, four tutties. One, two, three. Uh Including what should have been the game winner with 13 seconds left. Marshmallows. He uh, should. And he also collected uh, Kyle's boys, uh, Mike Hughes' ankles. I don't know who that guy is. Continue. <laughs> um, but yeah, the defense there at the 13 seconds left. Protect lines while the Chiefs had three timeouts was just incredibly stupid. Like, they have three timeouts. They don't need to get to the sidelines. Why are you leaving the middle? Because of the what else are you going to do? 
You gonna stop Tyreek Hill? No. Well, they didn't stop Travis Kelsey either. Oh yeah, exactly. That's you're you're filling my point of what else are they gonna do? Well, that's literally all you had to cover. It's basically all Mahomes threw to. That was basically Aaron Rodgers only throwing to Devontae Adams and Aaron Jones. Like you only have to cover two people. It makes it very easy on the defense. Well, I mean, not that easy. Let me ask you this question. Is the Kansas City Chiefs this generation, that kind of same generation, uh, this generation's like New England Patriots? Not Are yet. If they win another ring? Not still not yet. I not yet. I think this why are we so quick to why are we so quick to like replace Mahomes, but time out. Patrick Mahomes is already a Hall of Famer. Let's just say that right. He's a hall. He he's a Hall of Famer. Yeah. So eh. okay. that feels weird to say to me, but talk, uh, uh? I mean, like it makes sense, yes. But I just can't say that too. I can't. Say okay, it. if he died tomorrow, that would only help his case. They'd be like, "Oh my god! Oh, shit. oh my oh, god!" He really wants to cement his legacy. He'll take on a challenge and come play for the Carolina Panthers. Yo, no. No. Then he can really earn that Hall of Fame. No. I think, I mean, there's still, I think, you know, there's a point in time where it comes like, okay, we like that these guys are winning. It's fun to watch them play. Where Then it starts slowly turning. It's like, all right, this is. Yeah, yeah, that was me after the second year. So, like, last year I was like, okay, I I don't want him to win anymore. Um, uh, when we, we're gonna get the picks in a couple of seconds, right? Um, for these uh, championship games, and I'll, I'll tell you what I got. Yeah. Okay. Pat, he, he, Patrick Mahomes is only twenty-six years old. Yeah, exactly. He's this gonna be thirty-two years old playing like Aaron Rodgers. The man doesn't even get hit. Like what? Last year he got hit. No, he ran around for his life and still didn't get hit. He got the ball out of his hand. Oh, no, last year he got hit a lot. In the- no, but I'm talking about, like, you can't even hit hard. Like, Aaron Rodgers, broken broken collar, bro. He's been hit all over the field. Well, he broke his foot, didn't he? Or he had, like, a... Yeah. His was- foot, though, that's just from running on it, though. That's not from getting pounded on by a bar and, and uh, Patrick Willis and... Uh, Ray Lewis and name the guys Mayo. None of those guys play. <laughs> what I'm saying is he's about Jeremiah's about to be head coach. What I'm saying is like he didn't get hit by those type of guys. Who who right now? What's a middle linebacker that you're like, man? I hope this guy doesn't hit my quarterback. None. I can't think of one right now that I think about that. Fred Warner. <laughs> Fred Warner. Um, John Bostic, because he just literally doesn't care about life. Deion Jones. Ooh. Deion Jones. No one's taking people's head like that anymore, let's be honest. Deion Jones. Well, I mean, the rules don't allow it. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) This man was trying to to take a soul. Oh, um. Vontae Burf, well, he doesn't play anymore, but... Um, yeah, exactly, but that's what I'm saying. DJ Swearinger getting yelled at by uh, 
uh, Peyton Manning. Mm. I'm just letting y'all know, man. I'm about to hop off. Uh, I'm at work. About to you know, close down work. Y'all have a good rest of the episode. Y'all be easy. Thank you for having Appreciate me. You for when I want to talk basketball. When y'all want to talk about basketball, let me know. We got you. And uh, who? Yes, sir. Who? Who? Basketball. Mike Jones. Who? Mike Jones. Mike Jones. Who cares? Have a great night. <laughs> you know what? I'm staying. I'm staying on just because of that. Hey, that's crazy. Why does Kyle hate me so much? He just, I just don't get it. You had a good like six month break. You should have kept. Oh, I, mean, I, I mean, this man I, would not pay me for Justin anyways. Jefferson. Get him out of here. <laughs> get him out of here, dude. You don't come to my phone on the day of my daughter. So he admits it. So he, so he. Admits you didn't pay me. Did you pay me? Did you pay me? Kyle was selling players. He was selling players. God damn it. you? Time out. Did you pay me? No, did I didn't sell players. Get out of my face. Come to oh. me. Texting me when I'm at work. I can't get out of your face. I can't get out of your face. I can't get out of your face if your face isn't on this here. Man said, this man you. said. This man said. Hey, man, I know you're busy at work, man. Text me back. I need these players. Get out my face. Send me the $15, my dude. (laughs) Send me the monies. Okay, let's talk uh, championship uh, predictions. Bengals versus Chiefs Sunday at 3 o'clock. Listen, I'm going to go first. I got got that smoking (laughs) hot take. Before we move on from the last game, I just need to point out how ridiculous this is. In the last minute and 54 seconds of the game, there was, I think, like 27 points scored. Sounds like ridiculous. Patrick Mahomes threw for 177 yards after the two-minute warning. That's nuts. This was le- probably the best game I've ever seen in my life. It was definitely the best weekend of football I've ever seen in my life. It was an amazing back-to-back games, too. Like, I mean, they really amped it up. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Let's hope we can amp it up again next week with the conference championships. We got. The 49ers at the Rams. Uh, air quotations around that at. Uh, probably going to be a lot more 49ers fans than Rams fans, but you know it is what it is. Um, and we got Bengals and Chiefs at 3 o'clock on CBS. So you get to hear the great voice of Tony Romo and your boy, Bill Nance. All right, Kyle, you on the start? Yeah. Yeah, so I think if the Bills won that game, they're they're taking a, a easy trip to the Super Bowl. I think the Bengals are a worse matchup for the Chiefs than any other team in the league. I think everyone says, Oh, you gotta pound it down the Chiefs' neck. But here's the problem as soon as they get the ball, they're gonna score in two seconds. Yeah. Right? Well, guess what? The only team that can score like that from anywhere on the field is the Bengals. 
They do. Bengals are winning by three. Plus three. Bengals. Ooh. Spicy. Wait, what was that last part? I missed it. Bengals by three and a half. That's a good one. Um, you want to go next? Uh, yeah, I'll go next. Right now on ESPN, to give you some time, the Kansas City uh, Chiefs are favored 69.6% over the Bengals. I don't know. It's tough. Like, I mean, it also depends on if Tyron Matthews back. Mm, he didn't get he, hurt. He got hurt. I don't know if he's going to play. But that'll be a big thing to watch against uh, Joe Burrow in that passing attack. The three-headed receivers and uh, and CJ Uzoma. I mean, he's pretty nice. Developed in a very solid uh, tight end. Uh, plus Joe Mixon, who can really catch the ball out of the backfield. So... I don't know. The Chiefs are favored by seven, according to ESPN. I think the Bengals cover that, but I don't think they win. I told you, you don't have you don't have the risket for the biscuits. I know. You I don't, don't have the dingleberries, bro. I see. <laughs> no wild dingleberries here. So you going Chiefs? I'm going Chiefs. I can't watch Sunday's game, Saturday's game. Sunday. They're both Sunday. Sunday. Yeah, Sunday. I meant last Sunday. And not pick Patrick Mahomes in any game. Like to watch that game and then pick against him just feels feels wrong. something I can't do. Well, listen. I can't stand the Chiefs right now, except for Eric B. I don't know. My heart is telling me go with Joe Shiesty. You know, that's what my heart is telling me to do. But my head is saying the Chiefs just because. I mean, they're in Arrowhead. That'd be boring. You know, back to – that would make what? Three three consecutive Super Bowl uh, appearances for – Patrick Mahomes, that's a good story to sell, especially with that big contract that he's getting. Like, Patrick Mahomes is slowly becoming like the LeBron James of the NFL, just in the finals every year, a championship game every year. I, you know what, fuck it. I'm going with the Bengals. I want, I think. uh, Let's go, baby. I think the Bengals uh, come out hot. Uh, I think Jamar Chase has another stellar game. But I think um, CJ, who's your mama, uh, has a good game. I think he outplays Travis Kelsey. That's even more bold take. And uh, we get fun. We'll have some fun on Sunday. Going to 49ers and Rams. This is This game right here is fun for me because I like both of these teams and I'm okay. Like, I wanted to see both of these teams play just to get really wild and crazy in the NFC Championship game. Because, like, lots of teams wouldn't have thought they would – a lot of people wouldn't have thought the 49ers would be here. 
Rams was hit or miss, especially how Matt Stafford played down the stretch. Um, I don't know. I think I want to – I don't know. This one's tough. I like the idea of back-to-back teams playing the Super Bowl at their home. That would be dope. After it never having been done until last year. Right. Which um that I'll be I'm in for that. I'll be in for that. But like I said earlier, I am kind of a low key closet 49ers fan. And I'm here for the 49ers beating the Rams uh Sunday night. I don't this is tough. Both these teams have made a Super Bowl in the last three years. Um <laughs> yep. So it's two head coaches trying to right their previous wrongs and mm. see if they can show what they've learned in their last two matchups. Uh, McVay learned that Jared Goff isn't the answer, so he went out and got Matthew Stafford. Uh, Shanahan learned that Jimmy G wasn't it, and so he went out and traded up for Trey Lance and then didn't. Hasn't used him basically all season. So has he not learned from his previous mistakes? Uh, I think that might be what this game comes down to. And I'm going to go with the Rams. Kyle, what do you think? I think the game is going to repeat itself. We just saw this game. Niners. All day. Okay. Yeah, we've got a division game. This is going to be the third time playing this year. So it should be a lot of fun. All right, speaking of a lot of fun, let's wrap up with a little bit of um, coaching carousel news. Let's talk about two teams in particular. I want to talk about the Las Vegas Raiders and the Jacksonville Jaguars. But before we do that, kind of, I was not really breaking, breaking news on here, but we did find out today that Sean Payton is Sean Payton is stepping away from the Saints, which adds them to the coaching carousel of looking for a head coach for next year. So that's an unexpected surprise. It should be interesting to see who who they tap. Maybe they go in the house. Um, do they bring someone to you know say uh, New Orleans? I mean, I don't know how enticing that job is now that Drew Brees is gone. Terrible contracts everywhere. You pretty much got to let everyone go. It's it's got to you probably got to you know got to rip the thing down to the studs. Mm-hmm. But um, we could talk about that more later. Um, also, um, it looks like well, one of the first dominoes has fallen and. Um, in terms for GMs, um, the Chicago Bears look to be um, selecting Ryan Poles uh, as their new GM, um, not doing too much for moving on from Ryan Pace. You know, they got things for RPs. Um, but that's also interesting hire. It's also looking like Dan Quinn is most likely going to be the guy there. Denver? In Denver, right? So, um, yeah, it should be interesting to see. Um, but let's focus in on the Raiders and the Jags. 
um, two very interesting uh, jobs. I mean, you can say they both have a quarterback ready to play now. Um, you know, you have a big decision with Derek Carr in Las Vegas. Um, he has one more year left on his deal. So what, making him happy, extending him, if he wants to stay with the new coaching staff. Um, I don't really know where they go. Um, they still need to hire a GM as well. Jags don't need to hire a GM, uh, unfortunately for them. Trent Baalke is still the guy. I don't know. Um, I like the idea of Jared Mayo getting the opportunity to be the coach of the Raiders. I think the, I think the Raiders is like, I kind of like it. I would like, I like Jared Mayo or Ted, um, Todd Bowles. Yeah, Ted, Ted Lasso would be dope. Um, Todd Bowles. Those are my two top contenders. I think I would like to see, um, for the Oakland job. Uh, yeah, I think Todd Bowles makes a lot of sense too. I like that one. Um, I think my most perfect fit is uh, Byron Lefwich to the Jags. I like that one a lot. For sure. has a fairly high chance of uh, actually happening. Um, Dan Quinn to the Broncos feels like the biggest lock. No, I don't think so anymore, buddy, but continue. It's okay to be wrong. Um, (laughs) And then biggest wild card would be... Mike McDaniel to the Saints. Ooh. Wow. That's pretty good. That is pretty good. Okay. I'm hoping we can, like, keep that name down for a couple more years. You know, it is what it is. Yeah, I I didn't think he was going to get a job this cycle until that job opened up. Then I was like, ooh. Because if, if he's willing to, to take the one-year tank that is they ha- have to have, um, there's still talent on that roster. Like, you still got Kamara, a pretty young line uh, outside of Toronto Armstead, who's a free agent. Um, Marshawn Lattimore, Marcus Williams, who's also a free agent. Uh, that's tough. Yeah, I think he could do some stuff with that team. If they got a quarterback, which, I mean, if you have the vision and you get, like, a long-term contract and you know you're going to see the end of it, I can see a coach being, like, okay with the, okay with the tank. Obviously, you never want to, like, try to lose, but be accepting and acknowledging the fact that you're going to lose and do that. But... Also, I could see them going just like a a one-year stop-gap route like a David Culley um, and letting another coach take this hit for this tank year and then bringing Sean Payton back the year after that. So, yeah. Give him a chance to kind of get his bearings. I mean, I could see like uh, well, Dennis also- Allen. He doesn't want to be the guy. Like, he doesn't want to ruin his record. True. Like, this has been his, I think, his worst uh, record as a coach, I'm pretty sure. And they're going to be even worse next year. So, 
don't know who wants to take that hit. Sure, I mean, it's smart. So he retires for a year, lets somebody else take that hit. And he's like, yeah, I'm back. And the Saints will still own his contract. So they can either trade him or just be like, yeah, uh, Sean Payton's back. Sorry, guy, we hired a year, but you're gone. Yeah. Possibly, I mean, the guy there for a year turns it around and still wins. Unless it's like a Mike McDaniel or it's like a young guy who they could like can see taking that franchise for like multiple years, like a decade plus. Yeah. I don't think any coach is going to be able to keep that job over Sharpie. It would have to be like a Mike McDaniel, uh, Kevin O'Connell, uh, somebody like 40 or younger, probably, like a bright offensive mind. Maybe a defensive mind. I don't know if Dennis Allen is going to stay. Yeah, I know he already interviewed, I think. He interviewed for this. He's going to be interviewed for the Saints job, or I saw he got interviewed for something else. But, I mean, it makes sense. I mean, because that way you can – you – I don't know. It's weird. It's an interesting situation that I need to get more information on. I do like Brian Leftwich, uh to the Jags. And I – um, yeah, I think Todd Bowles or uh, – I think Todd Bowles probably might be more of the favorite for the Raiders gig. Um, and uh, I think that should be a good placeholder. But I think the biggest thing is who's going to be that OC for Derek Carr that's going to make him want to stay. Kyle, what do you think? Um, Like overall, or are we talking about one? Because y'all, y'all lined in pretty hard there. Well, the biggest thing we're, we're honing in right now on is like the Jags and the Raiders. Who can we see fitting? But then you can kind of talk about the Vikings, especially with. I think I think the Raiders um, keep their head coach. I think I think the guy that led them to the playoffs is going to get the job. That's that's the the sneaky thing that people don't really get. Rich guy. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. 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 I think Brian Leftwich is literally a locked deal um, in the Jags. Uh, I think it's absolutely locked. And it looks like Ryan Poles was tied to Dan Quinn. Um, and uh, as a report I just read, uh, the Broncos have scheduled a second interview for Dan Quinn for like a, a week now. And he's going to the Bears one first. The last time the Bears brought someone in before the other guys, they hired him that day and wouldn't let him leave. Um, and I have a feeling it's going to be the same exact thing. Um, Dan Quinn to the Bears feels like a lock to me. What is uh, – that would be really interesting to see. Um, and then, like, I mean, again, like a lot of these defensive-minded guys have been the biggest um, – thing you want to see next is who they're going to hire for the OC, especially if Justin Fields is going to be in their plans. Can we see a... Oh, they, he has to be. They're not hiring a coach who's Justin Fields is not. Yeah, they don't have any picks. That, that Like, you know what I mean? You Like, unless you're going to, because there was a little rumor that you could, Brian Flores could, Brian Flores could go to the, the Bears, trade Fields, and get Watson. Mm. I think 
if he went anywhere and traded for Deshaun, it would be the Giants. No, I think I think the Broncos make the most sense. They want a defense. They want Dan Quinn already. Brian Flores is the same same thing. Um, maybe a little bit meaner, but uh, I feel like with the Bills, I mean the the Giants hiring uh, DeBole, they're getting Daniel Jones, who's like a Josh Allen light. Same body type, same positive negatives, but one is not developed. That That is the same archetype of quarterback. I'm not saying anywhere near skill, so take that back. But archetype, archetype, that is the same archetype of quarterback. If you had to pick one quarterback in the league that was close to Josh Allen, who would it be? Cam Newton. Not at all. Is Josh Allen. Mitchell Trubisky. That is true. Hey, I'll give you that. Hey, I will give you that. Justin Herbert. He doesn't have the arm. He doesn't have the arm that um, Justin Herbert. Yeah. That yeah. guy weighs 213 pounds, bro. Soaking wet. That is uh, not a cold. That is not a cold. Uh, weather quarterback at all. Honestly, um, what am I actually a take that I have that I think that the Texans... Justin Herbert's 236. Yeah, I'm talking about the frame, Bill. You're correct. I was, I was, was. That's why I said soaking wet. I have no clue what he weighs. Come on, man. He's 6'6", six, six, like almost 240. Yeah, but you're look at Josh Allen, dude. He's built like a linebacker. But he's They're big. not... He's built Justin like a linebacker. Too. No, he's not. Don't let the long hair fool you. That man I watched is him dunk boy. on little kids the other day, like a little like nine year old. I watched him go and dunk on the boys, but Josh Allen would never, could never. Yeah, he couldn't get his thick ass up there. Um, but here's my take. I think that the Texans has been playing this Deshaun Watson situation to the T. I think if they wound up with Brian Flores as their head coach, they could finesse and somehow still have Deshaun Watson play for them this year due to the fact that they've been paying him all year, having him as inactive. So he got his money. He didn't go on the commissioner exempt list. And then all of a sudden, everything's going to go away magically. And then next thing you know, you have Brian Flores, the coach that Deshaun Watson wanted to play for in Houston, and the next you know, Houston's back to win an AFC South championship. Do you know what the rumor is right now, right? No, I do not. That that the Texans are begging for someone else to interview uh, Josh McDaniels so they feel better about their hire. Yeah. They wanted to hire him last year, but they didn't have the balls to do it then. Mm-hmm. And then they interviewed him again. Like, he was like their first interview basically this year. And they're like, yeah, that's the guy. But, uh. I mean, it's definitely going to be somebody from that Patriot tree. So, we'll get figure out who that can be. No, I think it's Josh McCown. Oh, McCown. Yeah, that, was, that just sounds dumb. Yeah, I, 
I think even if Flores did go to Houston, I don't think Deshaun plays for them. He's nope. like out. And uh, Flores is not going anywhere that Deshaun Watson doesn't want to go. And guess what? Deshaun Watson doesn't want to be there. Yeah, and they only paid him this year because he's only getting paid $10 million. His extension hasn't kicked in yet. His extension kicks in this year. He's get he's like forty two million against the cap this year, which is why he is not going to be playing for the Texans this year. Oh yeah, but I mean, you said they still didn't have to pay that ten million last year. I mean, they could. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. They did. I mean, not if he, you could have suspended him. Oh, is that why the league didn't do it? Yeah, the league doesn't yeah. do it. You're fucked. You can find a reason. I mean, they're unethical as, as it is already. They can find a reason to suspend him. He probably didn't go to prayer. Probably didn't go to Bible school. He gets team suspension. Yeah, but there's ways. No, they basically had to pay him because they were hoping he would come back. Like that's the re- that's the same reason the Colts paid Andrew Luck and didn't go after his uh, signing bonus like the Lions did with Calvin Johnson because they were still hoping he would come back. And they want to keep that goodwill. Because what if Andrew Luck last year decided he didn't want to come back? No, he definitely didn't want to come back. What if he had decided he wanted to come back, but the Colts made him pay back his signing bonus? You think he's going to play for the Colts after that? No. That's why they didn't go after his signing bonus. That's why the Texans paid Deshaun his $10 million this year. Because they were hoping he would come back and play for them. But he's not. And they're not going to pay him $42 million to not play for them this year. Yep. So he will not be on the team. You got to pay him $42 million for him to play this year. That's why you bring in Brian Flores. This is why you do all these things. And the next thing you know, they're back to winning AFC South. No, he doesn't, he doesn't want to play for them. He doesn't like Casario or Jack Easterby. Like he doesn't want to be in Houston at all. It doesn't matter who they hire now. They had their chance to hire yeah, the point is they didn't ask him who they wanted them to hire last year, and that was the last draw. When they didn't hire the guy he wanted to, it was over. Correct. They didn't even ask him. They, they've completely burned that bridge. Hey, you burn down bridges so you can build new ones, bigger and better ones. Yeah, Mac Jones. Well, they say in Texas build the bridge? So what they say in Texas? I don't know. That's your friends that uh it's not my friends. That. It's your favorite kickers uh phrase. Harrison Buckner, right? Panthers legend? That's what you said earlier. I said he's my favorite kicker. I said he's a Panthers legend. Yeah, and that's your favorite. You love all Panthers legends, right? Even if they're washed and bad. Right? Cameron Newton. Anywho, um Kyle, you let me ask you a question boys, on uh, your GM. Ron Rivera and Ryan Vermillion for that. Hey, that was your boys first, though, right? Nah. You don't want to say, yeah, you should get him because he's awesome. You gave us the recommendation. You knew exactly what they were doing. But yeah, that's why I gave him to you. I wanted them to ruin your franchise, too. Mm-hmm. Y'all just don't got a franchise quarterback for them to ruin. That's not my fault. It's not my fault, either. It is what it is. At least we uh, don't let them destroy something good. Or let them destroy bad stuff. Talking about they destroyed Chase Young. Mm-hmm. They destroyed Curtis Samuel. He did it to himself. Um, Kyle, anyways, uh, let's wrap this up talking about some Vikings uh, takes. How do you feel about um, the progression 
of uh, this offseason with um, hiring a GM so far or the process of getting the GM in here? Um, it was weird um, because I feel like 99.9999% of all fans have no clue at all about any of the GMs they're ever bringing in. Um, I, I, someone who reads a lot, talks to people who know people, those people didn't even know anything. And, uh, I watched a whole bunch of videos of positives and negatives about each player. And I made a list of three people that I'd like. Um, I like what their background is. Uh, two of them were the finalists here. And that's Poles and I call him Cam. He's from the Brown, uh, the Browns. I'm not even going to try to say his name. It'd be messed up. And and uh, I sold myself on one. I lost out. But I don't even know these people. I'm just ready. This is exciting. This is like I I, I watched Vikings from 2005. Seriously. But not really serious. I was a fan of football. I watched it. Uh, mm. Obviously, I was a bigger fan in 2007, 8, 9, 10. And then when we got a new coach in 14, I started paying attention. But I wasn't attached to the coaches and stuff like I am now. So this is like my first real front office change. And it's it's a cool experience um, as a fan. Because I'm getting my hopes over up about something I have known nothing about. Let's be honest here. Um, we don't have a, we don't have a clue. People say things and everyone thinks they have the guy, right? Yeah. This is true. The only time you just got to give them the opportunity and see what they do when they yeah. actually still the philosophies, you know, I mean, you can take from where they've, um, learned a lot from and the different front office they've been a part of, but then when they get the opportunity to actually make those choices, you kind of see. You know, you see them, who they really are. So it, it is exciting. Um, I didn't realize uh, Ryan Poles is only 36 years old. Yeah, our, our whole list was super young. That's so funny because the one that we're probably going to hire, there's like seven different reports about completely different ages. Some people think he's 32. Some people think he's 42. And then there have been multiple different other ages and then one of our insider reporters doesn't know he said i think he's 40 <laughs> it just it was just interesting because i mean we saw i mean we we're seeing the the i guess the um the 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 wave of young nfl head coaches so now we're starting to see that seep into the front offices and you know Will that make for teams being more aggressive, a little bit more like spontaneous, a little bit different new age thinking? We shall see as some of these guys start getting jobs um, this offseason. Yeah. Um, that's about it. Um, we'll, we'll continue our coaching carousel uh, next episode. Uh, we can get into more teams and especially with the Saints, because that's a really interesting situation that I don't know if it's, it's definitely not as sexy of a job right now, but it could be. Um, does uh, 
if Todd Bowles and Brian Leftwich leave this offseason, do and Tom Brady does um Bruce Arians retire as well? Bruce Arians leaves if Tom Brady leaves, regardless of who his coordinators are. He'll hire new coordinators if he has to. He will not take the time to find a new quarterback. Yeah, that could also be an interesting job. That could possibly be a late job opening as well. Um, Kind of keep an eye on the Arizona. Ooh, I got it. Tom Brady retires. Bruce Arians retires. The Bucks bring back Raheem. Ooh. And Jameis. Raheem and Jameis? Yes, sir. I don't think Raheem had Jameis. He didn't. So, yeah. He had Glennon, I think. Yeah, who? No. He had um, Freeman. Freeman. Yeah. He might have had Glennon the last year. He was only for like four years, I think. So, it was pretty much his rookie contract. That would be a lot of fun. I'm, I'm here for Raheem Morris getting a job. There's a lot of there's a little bit of buzz on the special teams coordinator as well for the uh, Buccaneers. I don't know his name off the top of my head. Him, um, uh, what's the guy? It's another guy that I heard who got it. Um, who's getting some buzz? Oh, um, the Saints DB coach is getting interviewed for the Steelers defensive coordinator. Chris position. Richard. Yes, or that's the DB coach, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's getting an interview with the Steelers. And then there's the um, assistant head coach or associate head coach for the Rams who's getting some buzz. A lot of people call him a young Mike Tomlin. So that could be interesting. We'll see what, what the philosophy is for finding a head coach for the Saints because they haven't had to do that in a long time. They've been a very lucky franchise. So uh, we'll talk more about that next week. Um Thank you guys for listening. Thank you, Christian, for joining us earlier. Boo. Um, uh, talk some fantasy, talk some division around football, and talk some coaching carousel, which we'll talk more about next week. But uh, without further ado, have a great night, guys. We'll see you uh, next time, or you'll hear us next time. See you. It's time to go. What did he say? Oh, 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 oh,